just a vibe. 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 Just a vibe podcast. We here again for another episode. Uh, just a vibe. I am not your average DJ. And I am yeah, she's on something today, y'all. She's on something this evening. That's the Miss Shantizi. Today she's Shantae. Well, I, they can't hear you, because I can't hear you. I said, it's Shantae, and if we're cool, it's Shantizi, we're not cool right now. So, somebody, somebody turn her mic up, man. Turn her mic up. There it is. It's Shantae. Listen, we got a dope one for y'all this time. I'm telling you. We are forward with another one. Just a vibe podcast. Once again, I am Not Your Average DJ. And I am Shantae. Oh. Okay. Okay. There we go. Okay. We here. We got a special one for y'all. This time is going to be real special. We try, we're doing something different. Not trying. We're doing something different. This is definitely something that we had in the works or in under wraps for a while. We were just getting things in order. Like everybody else, right? You know, no hiding. We're gonna hide we're not gonna hide the facts. We ain't just we just working and building. But this is gonna be dope. Indeed. But as we always start with what's really going on? Before we get into this episode, what's up with you? Day by day. Yeah, I don't want to give away too much because it's what we're talking about. Oh, that's pretty dope. That's super dope. And what are you up to? Well, first off, I'm trying to make sure that your microphone is working. It's work. I can hear myself. Can you really hear yourself? Yes, I can hear you too. So check this out. I've actually just maintaining this consistency through all of the madness. You know, there's things that go on every day. And just maintaining the consistency, having the trials and error of today I'm consistent, tomorrow I'm not. Today I feel consistent, tomorrow I feel like I'm not. Just doing all of those things. And then just, you know, the the day-to-day task of just being a man. You know, in this world, and that's that's a task in itself. So, this is pretty. It's pretty dope. It's a challenge. I love it. Um, and this is why we're here. Just a vibe podcast. That's why we're here to bring it to y'all. You know, first and foremost, we're still getting through the pandemic. The pandemic. We're still getting through. You know, 
It's and if lot. you're smart, it's the pandemic. It's do, it's doing a lot at this point, and everyone's adjusting. The job field is adjusting. Businesses are adjusting. Families are adjusting. All all markets are adjusting to this, and I just think everyone's doing a super dope job. And I really, really just want to applaud everybody because it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Whether you're a go-getter, whatever your inspiration is, whatever your motivation is, the money, the power, the respect, the ornaments, the applause, whatever they are, you're doing what you got to do to succeed, and that is super dope. Yes. And it's crazy because this episode, whoa, this episode, we got a we got a really, really awesome brother that's going to bring us into this episode and this is sort of what we've been trying to let uh let out the bag for a little while is our features and you know just actually getting some good folks on here to dialogue with us and you know really be able to cultivate and bring some great energy into the podcast so what we got for y'all first and foremost before we break into this episode and really get to the beef and potatoes if you if you may we got our brother Leno he's an artist residing here in Boston done a lot of traveling has done a lot of soul seeking a lot of growing a lot of overstanding um, really really good brother and he has actually blissed us with the opportunity of dropping one of his latest singles and uh, this, I mean, it, it is pretty, it's pretty new. Um, it's already out there on all his social media platforms. And that's, again, that's Lano, L-A-Y-N-O, on all social media platforms. If you're looking, you better go looking. He has a record right now, a uh, single called Do You Really Love Me? And uh, it just, I'm not even going to say nothing. Y'all just listen to it. Here it go. Do you really love me, or is it a game? And when a nigga asks you, do you got somebody, do you mention my name? Do you really love me, or is it for show? Do you really love me, cause at this point I gotta know. Do you really love me, or is it a game? And when a nigga asks you, do you got somebody, do you mention my name? Maybe we outside with it, top ball chillin'. Checking in like a desk at the clinic. Lately, I've been peeping that you moving kind of different. Yeah. People grow apart, I get the feeling that you yeah. distant. Yeah. Let's get to the yeah. bottom line, chill yeah. for a minute. Ain't no point in holding on if you feeling different. Feeling different. Summertime coming, we can both get ignorant. Summertime coming, we can both get yeah. Both yeah. 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 Do you really love me? Or is it a game? And when a nigga asks you, do you got somebody? Do you mention my name? Do you really love me? Or is it for show? Do you really love me? Because at this point, I gotta know. I, I, I gotta know right before summer come Cause if you don't then I'm out with the bros I cancel our flight to Jamaica And get all the points to my mom just because yeah, Fuck it, we knew what it was We said no falling in love But quarantine had us all stuck I guess you could call it bad luck Do you really love me? Or is it a game? And when a nigga asks you Do you got somebody? Do you mention my name? Do you really love me? Or 
is it for show? Do you really love me? Cause at this point I gotta know. Do you really love me? Or is it a game? And when a nigga ask you, do you got somebody? Do you mention my name? We said no falling in love. Quarantine had us all stuck. I guess you can call it bad luck. Love me. Love me. Do you really love me? Uh oh. Uh oh. Whoa. Oh man. Leno. That track was crazy. Definitely Once- a nice track. Oh yeah. Once again, that was Leno. L A Y N O. And that was Do You Really Love Me? That track was crazy. Crazy. And he's dope. a Boston artist. Serious. Serious. So go check him out. Go check him out, man. Follow him on Instagram. Go get him on SoundCloud. He got all his records up there right now for free to stream. You better go check it out before it's not free anymore. <laughs> but that is definitely about to lead us into this next episode. You know, do you really love me? What it takes to be inside of a relationship? I mean, just thinking about the song itself, like what does it take for him to be able to do what he's doing and still have this aspect or, or this space for love, this space for joy and, 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 and creativity. And like, what does that part really take, right? But in general, what does it really take? Like, behind the scenes of daily life, creating, designing, chasing dreams, goals, aspirations, what does it really take? Definitely behind? consistency. Oh, that's definitely one of them. Not motivation consistency because even if you don't want to do something you should still keep at it keep rolling keep rolling with the punches right yeah just keep swimming because but the the funny thing about it is that's easier said than done trust me i know i'm one of the most inconsistent people when it comes to certain things oh shit well i think a lot of us can say that i think a lot of us know that there's certain times where we were just super inconsistent but it's not just in consistency or consistency i think that's a you know it's a word that we use a lot like toxicity today you know what i'm saying yeah i'm tired of that word it's one of those words but it's just like you know that's like a surface word but what does it take i mean just getting up in the morning like no one tells us to get up in the morning anymore you know remember we were we were children we were in grade school we had our parents telling us get up yeah, Brush now your we teeth. just have us. It's only on us. Exactly. So getting up in the morning is a task. Like before you even have to be think about being consistent. It's like those things. Yeah, and if you don't get up in the morning, your day's wasted and then you do nothing. Right. Isn't that um they got like a TikTok audio or or Instagram audio or something like that where she's like, even if the even if something like that. She's like <laughs> Even um, if you don't want to get up, the day is still something like that. It's it's Kanye's song. It's his mother's voice on his tracks. Oh. Even in the day, it's like it can always be nice. Something like that. Oh, man. <laughs> I even know that. Big shout out to Kanye. Yeah, I forget the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. But that that's, that's what I mean. Like, just those simple choices. It's like... Day to day, we have this meter, right? Mm-hmm. I've actually heard from a speaker, a, a great speaker, and I referenced this from them, and they said, you know, day to day, we have this meter 
this decision meter when you wake from the first thing first thing in the morning until you come home it's a decision meter and it's it's for reasons like that that people like Steve Jobs and uh what's the um I, was it is it Steve Jobs or or uh Bezos sure. it was one of those guys or no I actually think it was the um the Facebook guy um, you know Mark yeah, I think it was him. But he said that, you know, I stopped choosing to wear different things every day because it was a waste of time. I, I, I chose one outfit and I wore that outfit <laughs> because it, I have a decision meter and I need to be able to make big decisions, important decisions all day. And if I'm focused on, you know, frivolous things like what I'm going to wear or what type of cologne I'm going to wear, it's not going to get me. To the place where Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter, Instagram, you know, Tesla, Walt Disney. He's also not really in that lifestyle of fashion, so it makes sense. I mean, do you do you? And even, I'm pretty sure his T-shirts aren't like twenty dollars. But still, do you even like need to be two hundred dollars? Do you even need to be? I mean, what what is fashion? You know what I'm saying? I, what is fashion? Well. You know, Rihanna and ASAP wouldn't just be wearing what Mark Zuckerberg wears. Yeah, they're two different industries. Two different types of worlds. Yeah, what they and it goes. There's a lot that goes into that because, again, it's what it takes. Exactly. The in the daily like for their daily life, like what does it really take? And um, just realizing that, like what it really takes. So. <laughs> First, what does it really take to be in the life right now of Will Smith and Jada? Because, yo. Patience. My brother. Our brother, our sister. Patience. Patience. <laughs> patience yo. Patience. And Jada's a Virgo. If you know Virgos, Lord have mercy. Bless your heart. Bliss your heart. I'm going to sip the tea on this one. I know Virgos. My best friend is a Virgo woman. My mother is a Virgo woman. My aunts, I have a few aunts that are Virgos. I have friends that are Virgos. These are all women. My mother's a Virgo too. They are a piece of work. Yeah, my mom's a a Virgo too. And I'm also an earth sign, so I know how other earth signs get down. Well... God give Will Smith all the strength in the world that he's going to need. At this point, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I would slap Chris Rock though. I'm just, I'm just wondering what the what the dialogue was after Will Smith, you know, had to check Chris Rock for whatever reason he had on his uh, on his heart. He had to let that go. But I'm just thinking about that dialogue afterwards, like. Because the type of restraint that it would take for another man that got slapped by a man, another man to not do anything on national TV, that to me was a lot of restraint. And uh, I, it also said a, a, that he has a lot of respect still, even in that situation. Like, he still has some respect there. No, I think that if he had hit Will Smith back, it would have been worse for him. And he knew that. 
it could it could even be worse. For, I'm not saying in the sense that Will Smith would do something to him, but just like what he has got going on professionally, it wouldn't be a good look for him. Yeah, and then on top of that, if Will Smith slapped you first and you hit him back, he's definitely going to come with a closed fist next. And do you really want to be scrapping on TV will with Will Smith? But it's it's again when you started it again. It's respect. It's not just respect for Will. It's respect for himself. I mean, and what he, he wasn't got respecting going on. himself when you decided to make fun of Jada. But he's a comedian. They say worse things. Yo, he he has an issue. I I I can't remember what it was, but I saw it, and it's just like imagine if someone had made fun of his issue. It's something about his memory. But now imagine if someone made fun of that. Would it be funny? Because he had, he did like a whole heartfelt interview about it. Yeah, Eddie Murphy probably would have. At uh, the end of the day, if Richard if Richard Rapire was uh was here with us still in the flesh, he would have. You can't you can't be like he's a comedian when he had a whole documentary. He went on tour about black women's relationship with their hair, and then he decides to make a make fun of a black woman based on her hair. Mind you, this is a woman that he tried to get at years ago, and she turned him down. And he finds a way to always taunt her. Oh well, comedian stuff. Yeah, he got slapped like a clown. He wanted to be a clown. Comedi- he got slapped. Comedian stuff. Look, listen, man. Mike Epps. We all know Mike, Will Smith be slapping people. Mike Epps says. Time. Mike Epps says in all of his stand-ups, in all of his stand-ups, he says that he says something about someone. And he, remember, I don't know if y'all remember this, y'all, but I'm a I'm a huge Mike Epps fan, and I remember when Mike Epps talked about <laughs> seeing Stevie Wonder. <laughs> he talked about seeing Stevie Wonder out on a party, and he thought that Stevie wasn't going to see him because Stevie blind, right? And somebody, I guess tip stevie off and he said stevie walked up to him like i heard i heard what you said about me on the on your last show man and he was like well if you don't get the fuck out of here like it's what comedians do but it's also it also makes for good material so like i mean kevin hart did it as soon as kevin hart as soon as kevin hart got on that platform and did his thing he started coming at everybody I'm I'm just like I said I'm not a fan of uh, a room full of white people. He could have picked on any one of them, and he decided to pick on Jada, someone he's been taunting since she turned him down. And on top of that, again, he made a whole documentary about women, black women's relationship with their hair, and she has alopecia, and he decided to make pick her for the joke. Well, uh, I don't like think they that... said growing up, yo, talk shit, get hit. Nah, Period. it ain't that. Period. It ain't that. It ain't Period. that. I would have slapped him too, but we both know how I am, so I guess it ain't. Different. It ain't that. It I ain't. I would have slapped him too. It, I just think that we're. I think that uh, you know. I wouldn't have slapped our, him on stage, but our I people him. in general, we are very sensitive on topics all the time, and we're super sensitive with our own. Like our own can't talk trash about our own, but everybody else can, and we don't even defend it. No one steps forward and defends it, and the one that. Let's let's actually let me correct myself. There's barely anyone that steps forward when other people direct negativity toward us, and the one that does, we all crucify that person, and then years later, it becomes a thing. So, I don't think Chris Rock did anything wrong from being a comedian. What I do think is, he could have picked a better time. A better time. Like the one of the first jokes probably shouldn't have been that. 
I would have probably did that joke going toward the end of my speech or the end of my introduction because you there's a saying right if you watch a punch or a kick come to you you deserve to get hit or punched he watched will walk all the way up to him he was like oh man maybe that's oh, due to his verbal learning <laughs> disability where he can't take Nonverbal cues. Listen, Maybe that's why he didn't do anything. Ain't that no slapped. long verbal cue. That's what he has. That's he has a, a nonverbal learning. That that is a look that, it up. That is no, ain't no long verbal cue. That's that what man he's been, diagnosed with. They thought he was on the um. That I first thought he was autistic, and he took a bunch of tests, and he has the nonverbal learning disability. Oh well, that's why he didn't recognize not, what was it happening. Ha, it has nothing to do with the fact that you're watching something. You you're you're a grown man. He watched he can't it come. Pick up on nonverbal cues. He watched it come toward him. He said, "Oh man, oh man." So he said, oh, once you did, once you did that, it was just about listen. I overstand what I did. It had a consequence, but that's what the react. That's the reaction that I may have not wanted, but it could happen. So okay, moving on. We'll moving on moving on there's no reason for you to throw a punch there's no reason for you to pull a gun there's no reason for you to do anything off stage, it was just period. that got that's the reaction let's keep moving forward so but and then that, let's just go ahead and say this at the end of the day will smith apologized i'm not gonna apologize for anything that i he did. didn't apologize to if chris I, rock and he did it because he's an actor he's a professional he had if i did we it we all knew that apology was gonna come regardless Regardless of it, then you're still stating the same thing I stated earlier. Comedian. He did what comedians do. He got a reaction. Will Smith did what he did, and he knew that there would be a reaction, so he already knew. Before he did this, his intent was to smack him, and he already knew what was going to happen afterwards. I'm going to have to apologize later on. So, all I'm saying is... After parting to his song Don't do anything... Don't do anything, whether you got money or you don't got money, whether you're famous or you don't or you're not famous. Don't do anything that you're going to have to apologize for afterwards. Or where there's cameras involved. Don't Be do smart. anything. Don't do nothing. If you want to smack like someone, that. catch them in the bathroom. Catch them when it's just in a bathroom. Two in a room. Those, 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 people got, those people got green rooms. I'm telling you, anyone ever room. talks about me in a way that I don't like, and I've told you listen, several brother. times to stop, I'm smacking you. Listen, brother. I'm, not, I'm, I'm smacking you. Listen, brother. Stand up for your woman. <laughs> Whatever that means. Whatever that means in that relationship. Stand up for your woman, right? But there's a time and a place. And I, I would have just, just seen him in the green room. I there was no way point. I'm doing any of that because, I mean, how would, for me, it would I would be thinking, how would that be impressive to the lady that I'm with? That I it did was that. impressive to Jade. You know how she looked at him. It was, but everybody she at him like, "Oh, you gonna laugh too?" Yeah, listen. But I think he. I don't think he was really laughing. I think it was like a nervous. Sometimes people laugh when they one to show that they're not angry, or two because they're uncomfortable. Listen, just don't day, do. Though, if I was Chris too, there's no way in hell that will be walking away after you slap me. Just saying. Just don't do anything that you're gonna have to apologize for afterwards. Yeah. That's true. Stand on what you do and mean what you say. Period. 
And if you know you're going to have to apologize, you know you probably can't stand on that. So I wouldn't do it, like you said, I wouldn't do it all the way in the public. Yeah, never <laughs> do that. That's just... <laughs> and plus, it's like, when you do things in front of people, I don't know. I feel like when, when you do something one-on-one, the person really gets that you don't need an audience to check them. But I also get the fact that he checked him in front of the audience because he Chris opened his mouth in front of the audience. Oh, well, you know. You know what else is actually interesting? I heard that, um, speaking of our topic, right, what it takes, Oprah, Oprah said that she stayed in during the pandemic for 332 days or 322 days. I'm going to, let me just pull this up at the same time. I think it was 322. Almost Uh, a year. Almost a year, right? Let's I mean, just, she a billionaire, so you you move quicker than me on the internet. Uh, let's see, but she said, "Let's see real quick here, right?" She said that she stayed in three hundred twenty-two days. Three hundred and twenty-two days. See what I mean, y'all? She gets on the internet way quicker than I do. So she stayed in 322 days. Talk about doing what it takes. Like, this is just my opinion, y'all. To, yeah, great home, billion-dollar woman, multi-billion-dollar woman, right? Mm -hmm. So you know her house is a sanctuary, lavish, luxury, luxurious, you probably want to stay at her house like it's a resort, right? Yes. I'm just imagining. But to stay in your house for 322 days, it got to be about more than the pandemic. Isolation. Also, she's 68 years old, and she wants time with herself. Come on now. Doing what it takes. Doing what it takes. I mean, we're not seeing Oprah in the tabloids. You know, she's a billionaire. So you got a lot on your plate still from Oprah doing what she did with her talk show and then having to compete, you know, at that point in her career and taking her career to the next level. Right. She has her own network. Oprah Winfrey Network. Going to the network. Tyler Perry. Beyonce's children's godmom. Right. Isn't she Beyonce's? I'm, I'm not sure. Oh, Beyonce. I think I think she's her their godmom. And just being involved in a lot of great aspects of the industry. It's more than it's more than just staying in the house because somebody told me I could get sick outside. You know what I'm saying? Because honestly, at at that time they were saying that it was darn near airborne. <laughs> like, yeah, and also again, she's sixty-eight, so that's will probably make her more weary of going outside. Of really going outside and and and, and seeing things, and you know, at least seeing what that's all about. So, what the funny thing is, I would like to ask people like, you know, Oprah, people like Cornel West, people like Kanye. I would like to ask them, you know, people like yourself. You know, the learning trials, like, of what it really takes 
like just getting into that discussion like the learning trials listen male it is a is a known fact in statistics that boy and girl have two different learning curves they have two different learning styles you know you you can't always teach a boy like you could teach a girl so just being able to learn and how you learn can be detrimental you know in, in growth you know the trials come afterwards or come during you know but once you actually kind of overstand life a little bit you realize that the trials come but it's while you're learning and when you when we're younger in my opinion <clears throat> we're eager to learn we're eager for the trials we're eager to fall yes you know what i'm saying as uh so we don't have much experience in life ex- true. we don't really have that fear true and as as denzel washington said stated you know falling forward when we're children we're rather we rather fall forward yeah you know and getting back up is is don't easy. have anyone catch us for real and um you know it's funny i actually read too that children as long as they have their parent somewhere in the area that fear goes away so they don't really need the the parent to be on the slide with them they don't really need them to be to chase them around the park but just knowing that they're there in eyesight, mm-hmm. they'll go run around and hang with the children and, and, and bond and fall and scrape Speaking themselves. Speaking of that, did you see that video um, of the father recording his daughter on a slide with an older girl? No. So I'm not, I don't want to really bring color into it, but I'm just going to bring color into it to describe it. So there's this um, black father recording his black daughter. Right. And the little girl's probably like three or four years old. And then she's trying to go down the slide, but there's this older um, little white girl. The little white girl's probably like six or seven. She and she's, she's like bigger than the other kids because there are other children that also want to go down the slide. But she's literally sitting in the middle of the slide. Mm. And then the little girl, the little black girl, is like, oh, I want to come through. And she says no to her, of course. So then the little girl, the black girl, tries to squeeze her way through. And the the bigger the older white girl, little white girl, like they basically prevents her from going down the slide. So then she puts the little black girl's leg into like a leg bar, like an MMA fighter, and the little black girl's pushing her knee off, the white girl's knee off of her. Then she scratches her knee, and then the white girl proceeds to bite the little girl's the black little girl's face. And the father's like, "Oh, that's enough, or whatever." But it's like there was a. Then there was this debate on Twitter, and it was on TikTok too, but it was on Twitter, and people were saying, like, some people were saying the father waited way too long to intervene, and other people were saying that, no, the daughter needs to fend for herself and just know that if things got out of control, her father was there because the way she looked at him. Okay. So some... Like I was just saying, that just reminded me because some children have, don't have that fear, like, and they will do things on their own as long as they know that mommy or daddy is close by if they need help. Raw fact, raw fact. I'm actually gonna look look for the video and going through while you're doing that, making that transition from a from a child, from that innocent childlike vulnerability, fearless. You know, and 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 with and a lot of times with love, going from that 
transitioning into a teenager, they're transitioning into a young adult, to an adult. So let's fast forward. Mm-hmm. Let's fast forward to the adult. Like, what is it really taking a day in, day in the life of an adult? Parents, students, career-driven maniacs, money, money-driven, parents. right, parents, money-driven, capitalist. Legacy-driven. Legacy-driven. Uh, Adventure-driven. Thrill-seekers. Adults now. Burnout. Adults now. Like, what does it take? And in my in my opinion, it's it takes you to remember those childlike attributes, those childlike feelings of being fearless, and 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 having your goals set and no boundaries, though. Definitely. Like, and, and also being able to take that 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 criticism, you know. <clears throat> all the teachers, you know, in the schools that's been teaching for many, many years, they I know that they know this because I observed it. When you're teaching young students, you know, from the you know, kindergarten to about fifth grade, they are much more um accepting of criticism. They don't mind being constructively criticized. They don't mind being corrected. You know, they don't mind the teacher saying, okay, how do you spell two? And they're like, T-O. And like, no, it's T-O-O depending on the type of sentence. And they're like, oh, okay. As an adult, we kind of end up losing that feeling. And that, you know, to, to, to be criticized constructively based on the things that we go through. So I just think that in our adulthood, it takes some times for us to tap into that childlike nature to be fearless and to, to be loving and to be caring and to be un- overstanding and understanding. And to just have fun sometimes. And to just have fun. Be free. Little children have so much freedom. Like you can just feel that energy. They're not afraid to do something. They're not afraid to mess up. They're not afraid to fall. They're not afraid to get messy. They just don't have any fear. And being, yeah, and being able to f- fall and get back up. Yeah. <laughs> and th- sometimes they'll even be like, oh, don't help me. No, I'll get up on my own. Correct. Or put me down. Put me down. I want to walk. I want to run. And it's, and it's just like this, right? Do they even think fear is, do they even think of fear? No. They only think of fear because as adults, we put that into them. Like, don't touch the stove because you're going to get burned. And that's and it's going to do this. And like, we, we, we put that in their heads. And that's what we do because to ourselves. Our fear. We transfer our fear. And that's what we do to ourselves. That's what we do to ourselves. We tell ourselves to fear things. To fear things and really Especially things that are not real. Like, what is the acronym? They said it is an acronym for fear. And it stands, you know, it stands for something. I forgot what it means. I need to be more prepared, y'all. <laughs> but they say fear, right? 
the, the there's an acronym. Forget every alternative reality. That is that it? No, I just <laughs> top of the head, top Hold of the on. dome. Hold on, I like that one. I'm, I gotta, I actually gotta like, you know. Don't don't take my stuff. That don't is, take my what I just came up with. That one is dope, but they, but they say that the the acronym for fear is F E A R, which stands for false evidence appearing real. Real, yeah. So false evidence appearing real, and as adults, we put all of that. We put false evidence appearing real into everything we do. And that's based why you got to be like Drake. Do right and kill everything. That, hey, you know what though? If you dig into that, do right, kill everything. When you're doing right, there's really no need to fear anything. And if you're not fearing anything, you go super hard with whatever you're Way doing. Way further. With whatever you're doing. So that is that childlike feature. And I just know, I just trust that as adults, we should get forward to that. And I do see a lot of us doing it today. And stop calling adults that still have that feature immature. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Because we're rapidly growing. Yeah. And they're not immature. They still just have that, I don't want to say childlike, but they still have that that energy, that fearless energy in them. And they shouldn't be mocked to call it immature or delusional or irresponsible. For what? That's just like that's like going into the club, <laughs> or into a, a a space where there's music and you're supposed to dance, and people are laughing at you because you're dancing. Yeah, even if you're dancing off beat, but at least you're having fun. While they're over there just sharing a bottle, acting like they bought it, wearing the same outfits, the same hairstyle, the same white toenail polish, and they're all. Oh, yo, what's up? They're doing, you know, this Snapchat, posing for Instagram for all of, what, 15 seconds, and they're going back to not really enjoying themselves. They're trying all. to make fun of the person that's dancing off beat. At least they're living their authentic lives. At all. You know. And I don't even dance. But when I see people dancing, like, like I'm not a dancer, like, in the club. I'm not that type. But, like, when I see people dancing, I'm like, yo, live your life. Like, I'm happy for them. When I see people hating on them, I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, that's a loser to me. But, okay. But a lot, and a lot of those people don't come to the realization. And and that leads us into this, right? I think come, they're jealous, ultimately. That leads us into this, though. Coming into the realization that you really don't know much as adults. And, and, and we, there's a lot more to learn and a lot more to gain. And there's a lot more to life than going to the club, sharing a bottle, and not dancing. There's a lot more. And when we kind of realize that, listen, I do know a lot. I did go through some things. I am going through some things. But there's a lot more for me to go through, especially if my goals are high, especially if my bar is higher than what it was before. As we, as you just said, don't criticize somebody because they up, down, or because they're going different. through. Everybody is going different paths and different levels of their journey right but coming to that realization i think everybody that has that is in this growth space overstands that you got to come to this realization that you really don't know anything and if you can get to that blank canvas that's when you can learn some more 
That's when I you agree. can grow some more in that space. And it's tough. It's not easy. It's actually harder for adults to come to the realization than it is for anybody else. Yeah, we have to unlearn so much of what we thought was true and what we thought were facts, and they're really not. So what do we really know if we have so much unlearning to do? Hmm. What we think we know has been regurgitated from other adults that also do not know. And I'm going to just drop this. I got to get one in for the night. One. Dun da, dun da. I had to get one in. Listen, being able to come to that realization is important, y'all. It's important for us to do. We fall short on all types of stuff. Just because we're adults doesn't mean that we don't fall short. Just because we're adults doesn't mean we know everything. Just because we're adults also means that you are sway. You don't know everything. You feel me? And you, there is someone that is a Kanye that can correct you and tell you, I know you don't know because I'm in this space and I'm doing this. So we got to just come to that realization and be able to set our goals a little bit higher and improve and also be humble with ourselves. We don't got to be humble with everything and everybody, but be humble with yourself. Let's be humble with us and realize that, like, yo, we could change. <laughs> like, we could be humble with ourselves. We could say, hey, listen, you're not having a really good day today, and I know that. Yeah, acknowledge that first. You feel me? And, and take, then process it. And then take some small steps to change it. Exactly. Three steps. Acknowledge, process, take the forward steps. Big time. And I heard this quote. And I'm not sure exactly because I actually made my own rendition. But it said, the question is, am I big enough to take those small steps? Knowing that the facts are fundamentally flawed to the point where you may have a really hard time breaking down these steps into micro steps in order for you to manage them. In order for you to manage them. So if the question is, is are we big enough to do that, to say to ourselves? If you trust that you are, then you are. Big time. No one can convince you. You have to trust that. Not That's really it. it. You have to trust it. And if you trust it, then you are. That's really it on my end. If you trust it, you really are. You can become a blank canvas. You can let go of the the ego. <laughs> you can kind of structure your life the way you really want to. I mean, Will Smith said, your life is a reflection of you, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Everything around you. there's a will, there's a way. For a fact. And, and, and just being able to embrace that and know that, you know, and, and challenge ourselves, embrace ourselves, experiences, you know, the lines between chaos and order, they're very thin. They're very, very thin. And through chaos, you can get order. But it's just really being able to, like you said, to embrace that. Definitely. And, and, and really have it. I'm going I'm to go through one more quote because you know I love the quotes from my brothers and sisters that don't get enough credit. Denzel Washington said, if I fall, I don't want to fall back on anything. I want to fall forward. That was the complete quote. I just wanted to make sure I don't fall back, fall forward. Right. And you always talk about that. You even correct me whenever I say I'm going to get back to something. You're like, no, you're going to get forward too. True. Because, you know, 
Words or spells. spells. Yep. <laughs> Changing the lens. And I just want to say shout out to Denzel the goat. He's also a Capricorn. He is a Capricorn. Like me. A goat is the greatest of all time for those that don't know, but now you do know. Now so you come do. correct whenever you see a Capricorn. Now you do know. <laughs> now you do Cap- know. I'm going to say shout out to my Capricorns, my Virgos, and my Tauruses. Big time. Also, my Sages, my Leos. And that's it. I'm going to say, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give a large shout out to the Sagittarians. Sagittarius, Sagittarists. I'm giving a large shout out to the Sagittarians. We go through a lot on a daily basis, y'all. No, we we go through a lot. We know this. (laughs) We go through a lot on a daily basis. Don't don't let, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't let no one take our shine. Don't let no one discourage you. And realize that we can be corrected, but mm. we also but we also know the way. 